Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 449 for Tuesday, the 26th of April, 2016. So nice to have you here. My name is Robbie. Please help me welcome Kelsey Jensen. I'm back. I understand school is done. For the summer. For the summer. So she'll be back every week. I've been working on it. I do have to work. I know. Nice to have you here tonight, though. And tonight, we were going to look at how to unlock our modem here, our, our LTE mobile router. However, unfortunately, the unlock code, which I rushed into the studio to get the process going about 6.30 this morning, here we are, you know, 13 hours later, and it's still not arrived. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. It might take a day or two for them to process it. So unfortunately, it's not going to happen tonight. So if you were here specifically for that purpose, I apologize. But we're going to do that next week because I do trust that we are going to have that unlock code in place and ready to go. In the meantime, tonight, well, we are going to look at Ubuntu Mate because last week we had Martin Wimpress on the show and we ran out of time to actually go through the installation procedure. So if you're curious about Linux, we're going to give you an opportunity to see how easy it is to install Linux on your computer. Because I might be able to do it. She might be able to do it. At the end of the show, you will know the answer to that. <laughs> I'm going to throw over to Jeff, who is standing by on a boat. And uh, let's see what's coming up in the newsroom. Hey, Jeff. Thanks so much, guys. Here's what's coming up in the Category5.tv Caribbean newsroom. Thinking of moving? Let Teleport recommend your destination, destination city based on your preferences. Microsoft and Toyota plan to bring AI to vehicles, and Facebook has added AI of their own to their Messenger app. Drone racing is now officially a sport. ESPN is going to be broadcasting it live, and a new Google Calendar feature helps you find time for goals like exercise. Stick around, the full details are coming up later in the show. Uh, no, I'm not in the newsroom and I'm not in Barrie. I am in Cozumel, Mexico right now on the Carnival Paradise. Check out this. Oh, yeah, you're jealous, aren't you? This is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome to the show. I'm Robbie. I'm Kelsey. Kelsey, nice to see you. Nice to be back. Nice to have you back. It's Very starting, nice. well, it was starting to feel like spring, and then we got our fourth winter last night. <laughs> yes. Our fourth winter this spring, I should say. We got all the barbecuing done. I got the food inside. We sat down for a nice meal, and then the, the sleet kind of rain started yeah. coming down, and unfortunately, I didn't get the barbecue covered. Aww. That's the story. Aww. So now I got to wait for a sunny day for everything to dry out. It's charcoal, so you know charcoal dust underneath and all the ash uh, probably turn into clay. So sad. That's upsetting. But I got the barbecued meat off the grill inside in my face. So <laughs> that, that's the it most worked out important right. part. It worked out all right. Tonight uh, we have some uh, Net Talk Duo twos to give away uh kelsey's holding the wi-fi we have the twos to give away i've got a bunch of them you've got your ballots into us stick around for your opportunity to win also make sure if you're not already there get into our chat room it's category five on Freenode by joining the chat room drawbot might pay a visit which means uh drawbot's gonna go in find all the names of the people that are in the chat room at this very moment and draw from those names somebody to win three months of free uh, unlimited long distance to Canada and US with a NetTalk Duo 2. So make sure you get into the chat room, okay? Uh, today, I thought, you know, we don't normally pay tribute to anniversaries and dates um, a lot here at the show because a lot of people watch on demand and, and so they end up missing the dates and it's yeah. the wrong date and everything. But today being the 30th anniversary, I hate to use the word anniversary because it sounds like a celebratory thing, but uh, the 30th anniversary of uh, the Chernobyl disaster. And I thought we should pay tribute and just, uh, you know, think about the, the, the tragedy that was there and, and maybe it should be a, a bit of an eye opener for uh, decision makers. Yeah. Here we are 30 years later, still sometimes making the same dumb mistakes that could uh, result in loss of life. So, but uh, a couple excellent movies that come, come out of there. Oh, yes. <laughs> and some very freaky photos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to believe that here 30 years later, it's still 
I don't know if it's if it's safe to go there. There's still radiation. I like think it's, it's still, still pretty unsafe to go there. You wouldn't want to live there. No. That's for sure. I know people do tour there and they'll go there in street clothes and they're not in hazmat suits or anything, but I, think there's specific, I don't think I'd take that risk. I think there's specific areas that are more think, yeah, reactive right? than others. So I think that if they, I guess if they stay in like the less reactive areas, they'll be okay. better. Yeah. But. But uh, the dissipation, it, reaching out to, you know, how do you gauge the yeah. amount of life lost or damage caused to, to human life and, and animal life and the world in general? Um, yeah. Because it, it goes out from there, right? Ground zero. Yeah. Thank you to our viewers on a bright note. Thank you to our viewers who have contributed over the past uh, little while. This week, uh, we did have some viewers who uh, pitched in to help us out, and we appreciate you. you very, very much. Uh, even little things like uh, getting that um, that code, the unlock code for our router. Um, that yes. was a, a viewer who contributed to, to take care of that for us. Um, so we really greatly appreciate you. Uh, there are some really cool ways that you can support Category 5, and the reason that we ask you to do so is because we offer this for free. We don't take a paycheck here. Uh, we're all volunteers and we do this week after week. I'm here every single week. Kelsey's here when she can be. Every co-host is here you know, as often as they can be and they want to be here more. Um, we've got rent to pay. We've got bills to pay. We've got internet service to pay. We've got things that are falling apart. We've got things that are held together <laughs> by fanny packs. <laughs> and hand weights. And I'm sitting on my chair but also with a box underneath the chair because my chair broke. The things you don't know. Behind the scenes at Category 5 Studio D. Before the show, she's like, my chair is sinking. The hydraulics apparently have gone out of her chair, so we've propped it up. Yes, with a, with a box. But that is not our priority. Our pri no. priority is getting the month-to-month -month expense. Sorry, yes, Kels, I know this fine. is your priority, but the box will have to stay for now. We've got to get our month-to-month -month, uh, under wraps, and that can be done through Patreon. That's a great way to support us Absolutely. because it helps us to manage the contributions. So we can say, okay, if, if 1,000 people at 25 cents per episode, that's it all of our expenses would be paid. We've got our, our milestone goals uh, right there on the website. Uh, it's patreon.com slash category five. Through those goals, you can see where we need to get to in order to make uh, those bills. So when we come short, then we've got to fall back on other means of getting income. So sometimes I'll do video production for local companies and then I actually donate my revenue back to the studio. So that's my contribution. Um, so I've done that a few times, things like that. Um, sometimes we rent out the space. Um, and unfortunately, like any business, I think also being a volunteer business, we fall into this a lot. People don't pay their bills. Yeah. So when people come in and they use our space, we do, and this is not everyone, but we do expect that they'll pay the bill because that's why we're doing it is to try to help offset the cost. And sometimes they don't pay the bill. And so you know, I guess that happens in every business, but because we're not actually a business per se chasing after money, um, then it, it just burns us and hurts us. So, uh, so we'd rather fall back on our community and say, you know what, if everyone could stand by us and support what we're doing here, then that's going to be a really cool way to For keep things going. Cents a week, I know. You can help this little <laughs> bald nerd pay Thanks. His bills. Thanks so much. <laughs> is that what it comes down to? <laughs> All we need is some Sarah McLaughlin music and me with a sad face. Who can say where the road goes? I don't I don't think we have to pay royalties on that performance. <laughs> Oh, dear. If you go to our website, here's a really neat way to, to support us. And Zero caught on to this. Zero was in the chat room and said, you know, how can I support you through your Amazon links? And it's not all about donating because sometimes you, you're going to shop online anyways because yeah. that's what we do. I shop a lot on Amazon, especially around Christmas time. Um, people shop on eBay and some of the other companies that we're actually partnered with. So these are companies that say, hey, if you refer people to us, then we will pay you uh, a kickback. So we get a percentage of every sale through Amazon, eBay, and things like like that and the way that you can contribute that way um and what zero did is he went to all of his his neighbors houses and said hey let's support these guys all you need to do since you're shopping with amazon anyways is use these links so go to our website category5.tv click on support us and then partner affiliate links 
and you'll see things like uh, Amazon for one. We've got uh, Dollar Shave Club. Everybody needs to shave, right? Um, you might as well get it for cheap, and they're good razors, and uh, that's a good thing that's going to support us as well. Uh, eBay, right there. So let's say you shop on eBay. Watch this. You can click on that, and it's going to take you to eBay, and now it's actually going to put a percentage into our pocket to help pay for the studio. Uh, what you can do now is actually on this website, so you don't have to remember to go here, grab this Go Shopping button and drag it up to your, uh, your bookmark bar up here. And when you let go, now it says Go Shopping up here. When I click on it, it's going to change to the eBay logo. Uh, once it loads it up there, it should. I can right-click and go... Uh, there, it's got the eBay logo now. Right-click, and there should be properties there at the bottom. And change Go Shopping to eBay. Now I've got a button there that says eBay. So now go back to our same website and go up to Amazon. And if I shop on Amazon.ca, I can grab that one. If I shop on co.uk or com, let's say .com. So drag that up here, put it down. Now I've got a button up here that says Amazon.com and eBay. So now anytime I'm going to go shopping, I can click on that Amazon.com button and it actually... It recognizes I'm from Canada. Of course, I'm going to stay on Amazon.com. But what it's actually done there is it's thrown a little tag on the end there that, uh, that makes sure that you're supporting Category 5 TV. And then as you shop, it actually uh, throws some kickback into, uh, into our account. It makes a huge difference. You wouldn't know. But for every little bit that you purchase on, online, um, if you take 4% of your sale and you're basically donating that, Amazon is kind of donating that to Category 5 TV because you don't end up paying any more. That's super cool. How cool is that? Oh, that's awesome. I love it. It's great. And I appreciate everyone who has been doing that. I love Zero's idea to go to the neighbors' houses and put those little <laughs> those little bookmarks onto their browsers. Yeah. With their permission, of course. Yes, don't. Right? Nothing shady. Legal. Nothing legal. shady. Can't steal their credit cards and run up a whole bunch of Amazon bills. That's, that's also called illegal. That's also illegal. Um, so thank you to everyone who has been supporting us that way. And that's a cool way to support us. And Patreon, of course, is a great way if you just want to contribute. There you have it. There's my spiel. Yes. Thanks, folks. All right. Now for us to give back a little to you. Net Talk. Duo twos with three months of service. Are you ready? We've got your ballots that have come in through the web. And if you want to cast your ballot, all you have to do is email contest at category5.tv with your registered username. I think the easiest thing to do is going to be to reach in there. There you go. I've given it a shake, so it is completely random. Who do we got? Sparkly balls! Sparkly balls! <laughs> Congratulations! I expect a phone call from you, sir, because it's free. You can call anywhere in Canada or the U.S. Sparkly balls, all you have to do is email us at con, uh, live, pardon me, live at category5.tv with your mailing address so that we can ship that out to you. Yes. But that's not good enough. <laughs> Reach that hand back in there. And don't forget, get into the chat room because Drawbot is going to be heading in there in just a moment's time. Oh, are you knocking them out the bottom here? Am I? You are. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, try again. Okay. Just making a mess. The next one is... The next one is... HC Poon 88. HC Poon 88. Congratulations. You are also getting a NetTalk Duo 2 with the three months free long distance phone calling. Oh! I can't stop. Can we keep going? Uh, yeah. Okay, go. I don't want to go. <laughs> Next one Balance is... everywhere. D-Man 810. D-Man 810, no way. That's got to be rigged. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, you had it upside down. It's oh. 018-NAMP. I don't know. Let's draw another one. Don't forget, folks, you've got to uh, send me your address so that I can send these out to you. And the next one I is... I am a madman. They say, oh, give away some some Net Talk duos. Najam Zadi... Zadi... Najam Zadi... Zadi... It's like Matei. I'll say mate. 
tonight just for you, Najam, so that uh, so that you know that it's not just your name. Right. One more. One more. All right. What do we got? Light gin times one. Light gin times one. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, everybody. Send us your address uh, live. I keep saying contest. Live at category5.tv to send those in uh, so that I can get those to you. And over to Drawbot, we've got uh, our chat room there. Uber Goose, GWG. What happens if if one of our existing winners gets it? We'll we'll have to redraw. We'll have to... Because I can't send you two of them. That's against the rules. The winner is... Nate UK! Way to go, buddy! Congratulations to Nate UK, also Sparkly Balls, HC Poon 88, D Man 810, Najum Zaidi, and Leechin X1, or times one, multiplied by one to the power of one. Congratulations, everybody. Don't forget, I mentioned it before, but make sure you email me uh, your mailing address so that I can send those off to you, okay? And those will go out right away. Fantastic. NetTalk Duo 2s are a wonderful product. Check them out. Cat5.tv slash NetTalk. What does it do? Really, really quickly. Of course, you can watch back at some of our shows where we had Nelson here and we talked about the device. But basically what it does, it allows you to plug in your Ethernet. That's your internet connection. So you plug this into your router. Then you plug in a phone or you plug it into one of the dead jacks of your home if you cut the line to to the road. And it creates a, a new phone system for you. It uses your internet connection to give you free calling. But then you say, oh, but then, I'll, you know, how does that work as far as phone numbers go and everything like that? You can actually keep your home phone number and it's called porting. You can convert your number over to this device. So now when you call or take calls, you're actually doing it through the internet. So it's absolutely free. And the phone service itself, if you want to uh, continue on with it, is, and it's, you definitely do, it's cheap. And you're going to pay less than probably half of what you're paying right now per month for the entire year. And you get unlimited service, essentially. You can talk and talk and talk until yeah. you're green in the face. And uh, you or can call face. anywhere in Canada or the U.S. absolutely free and really reasonable international rates as well. It comes with voicemail. It comes with uh, like caller ID, everything that you would expect from any phone service. That's pretty good. And 911 service. Of course. Or 999 service if you're in somewhere else. 999. Is that right? In the UK it is. Well, it's not UK. It's Canada and US. Yes, but if they're in the UK and they have that. If you're in the UK, you can call 911 (laughs) and it'll be like, how are we supposed to get to you in time? (laughs) That would be a little bit tricky. But speaking of, yeah, but you could actually take it with you when you're traveling. And then you can you can make calls, make and take calls. Say when you go away to school, and you, if you put a Barry number on it, anyone could call your Barry number, and it would ring you at school, oh. even though normally it would be long distance. That's really smart. Long distance is a thing of the past. Long distance is stupid. Long distance is stupid. Phone fees are stupid. That's oh, let's look. At- <laughs> <laughs> what else is stupid? <laughs> Cable TV bills. Who does that anymore? Insurance bills. Netflix is pretty neat. Kimmy Schmidt season two is out. I love that show. Have you seen any of season two yet? Oh, I seen all of it. You binged it? <laughs> I did. Are you nuts? I binged it. The you week can't came binge out. Titus. It'll get in your head. I did. I binged an exam weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh, girl, you're supposed to be working. I did. Studying. I did. I did. I passed all my exams. Wow. What about you? What are your favorite uh, online shows? <laughs> okay, let's look at uh, YouTube. Our YouTube channel is uh, more and more active every single day. If yeah, you yeah. watch this live, if you watch it on demand, if you watch it on Roku or wherever you watch Category 5 TV, make sure you also head on over to YouTube so that you can give it the thumbs up, so that you can give your comments. Yes. It's a really great way to interact with the community. And it helps us out as well because a couple of reasons. First of all, Google does pay for those ads that you see on uh, our shows there on YouTube. Uh, But also, uh, it helps to encourage advertisers to take notice of our show because if there aren't a lot of YouTube views, because most of our views are through Roku and RSS feeds, um, if there aren't a lot of you going on to YouTube and clicking onto the videos, then it looks like we don't have a lot of viewers. 
And that hurts when it comes to the advertisers because they say, oh, well, we don't want to advertise with someone who only has X number of views. Yeah. So help us out. Go to youtube.com uh, slash category 5 TV. Uh, real quick way to get there is cat5.tv slash YouTube or just through the links on our website. Yes. Okay. Who have we got here? Our printer's kind of going weird. So uh, Leo, I believe it is, says, hey, Robbie, your pronunciation of the word, and I just <laughs> pronunciated, pronunciate. <laughs> What? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Slow down. Take it easy. Okay. Mate is good, but the accent should be on the ma, not on the t. Te. The accent? Mate. 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 As you say, it sounds more like the Spanish word mate, a past form of the Spanish verb matar, which is to kill. Whoops. <laughs> hmm. You should change only the accent. The vowel pronunciation is excellent. That would be the ma, ma, which I got from Martin. Because yes. I would say ma, mate, mate. That'd be, that'd be very weird, Ubuntu kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is not a complaint. It's just advice from an Argentinian who drinks mate every day. Uruguay people drink it a lot, too. Thank you so much uh, for so you just threw that in there just for fun i so in your e- in your message on youtube to tell me that my pronunciation is okay i've already mispronunciated also to get you multiple back, things also to get you back your times you hit me over linux <laughs> linux come on that's just dumb i can say it now <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, wraps up to say thank you very much for so many very good and constant programs. We've never missed a week. This is 479. Thank you for the, e- uh, for the message on YouTube. And incidentally, uh, they decided, you know what? We're going to send you some mate so that we can try it here at the studio. So I'm looking forward to receiving that. And uh, we'll, we'll try that out on the show. Yes. One, uh, here's one from David Dupois. Dupois. Uh, fantastic interview, ladies and gents. Referring to last week. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I am mostly an Arc Linux user, but I do use Ubuntu server quite a bit. I think what can- Canonical yeah. is doing is vital in general, and I like... I should, U- I should really mess with her and say, no, it's can- Canonical. <laughs> canonical. 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 Well, canonical you- Ubuntu. Mate. Can I continue now? Yes, sorry. (laughs) Well, hey, everyone is doing it to me, so... And I like Ubuntu Mate over any other standard Ubuntu desktop. Mate, we just went through that. (laughs) (laughs) We just went through that. It hasn't even been five minutes. (laughs) Anyways. Enjoyed the interview. Thank you so much your message okay circuit man says just a side note netflix compresses all video so there should be very little difference between 1080p and 4k i don't know uh, but says same thing with sound sound i could say yeah because sound generally now unless you're looking at multiple channels like 7.1 versus 2.1 um video though 4k has a higher resolution so we can't mistake bit rate and resolution so bit rate is how many bits per second so that's the compre- where compression comes in um to give you the the video content but the actual resolution of 4k is four times that of 1080p right. so if you had a 1080p window and i'm just using my hands to to really show you um it wouldn't be this small and if you have a 1080p screen this small, then you might want to upgrade. Uh, but 4K would be like that size plus this plus that. So it would be that big. Yeah. Okay. So 4K is actually a lot higher resolution. So when you crunch that into the same size screen as a 1080p screen, you get a lot more pixels per inch. So it is a lot clearer. However, the bit rate does play into a factor. So that's how, me- how much information is being downloaded at once. So the bigger the video gets the lower the perceptual quality at the same bitrate level because it's four times this size visually. Yeah. So I think it would make a, a rather substantial difference, though, especially if you're watching on a 4K TV. Sound, though, I agree, uh, is going to be, you know, if it's, if it's 256 kilobits a second, it's 256 kilobits a second, any size video that you have. Yeah. 
but it's still going to make a difference between listening on a television speaker and a sound bar or a 7.1 surround sound system. Which That's is going to make a difference. Nicer, but yeah, you don't always have that. Oh, you need it. Go get it through our Amazon link. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for commenting on our YouTube videos and liking, subscribing. Hey, you can do that right here uh, and comment below. So yes. uh, check that out. That's a great way to interact with our community. Okay, tonight we are uh, going to be looking at Ubuntu Mate 16.04. It's the first LTS of Ubuntu Mate. Not Ubuntu. Ubuntu has been around a long time. But Mate has been doing this for just X number of years. I'm not entirely sure on the, the actual time frame. But um, they have never been a part of an LTS cycle. So that means like a lot of support for a lot of years. I think yeah. Martin was saying about five years worth of um, support. So when you install this operating system on your computer, which is brand new as of Thursday, was the release. When you install it on your computer, like this laptop we have behind us, it will operate for the next five years, theoretically, before you need to install another operating system. It's going right. to keep updating itself and think of it like Windows XP and it, to put it into terms of, you know, how does it update? So you get those updates until, you know, the next version comes out, Windows 7, say, and then you can update grade to windows 7 or in this case it would be i'm just using those terms because i know hey there are a lot of you that are curious about trying linux and are still still stuck on that windows bandwagon maybe you're considering mac maybe you're considering mac and i get this a lot for two reasons one people hear that there aren't viruses and we that's that's a debate for another time uh but really yeah mac is a lot safer than windows but so is linux okay but the other thing is the cosmetics i'm actually hearing a lot that you know and and i guess if you've got the money you're gonna buy yeah. based on the look of something yeah um because the quite, macs i will admit they are quite pretty but i gotta admit pcs are ugly when i really started thinking about it when i started pricing out computers for a particular uh customer who wanted uh, a nice cosmetic looking computer mac is the way to go mac is really it so and there are options out there but you pay a premium to get just a nice looking computer Although, unless you go oem to be, to be very honest mac is basically a two thousand dollar facebook machine yeah exactly <laughs> which is the issue with it is because you can't really do a whole lot like you can't play can't play oh. video games on it like what speaking of okay speaking of well you could but but Not again debate for another time um but speaking of you know paying a premium just for the look of it yeah i i heard a story today in the office of of a customer who has a bunch of macs on their network and have used parallels to just boot it into windows 10 so they're just running Windows 10 on these machines, and you're paying the premium for the, you know, the Mac tax to have these really expensive computers. You could have better computers with PC hardware, but they wouldn't be nice and cosmetically yeah. look like the Mac, right? Anyway, so we're going to look at Ubuntu Mate tonight. Uh, but before that, we are going to jump over to the boat, because Jeff is standing by. He's going to tell us all about uh, what is hot in the tech news this week. So over to the Caribbean. Here's Jeff. I'm so jealous. <sighs> it's Tuesday, April 26, 2016, and here are the stories we're covering this week from the beautiful upper deck of the Carnival Paradise cruise ship ported here in Cozumel, Mexico. Are you thinking of moving? Well, let Teleport recommend your destination, destination city based on your preferences. Microsoft and Toyota are planning to bring artificial intelligence to vehicles, and Facebook has added artificial intelligence to their Messenger app. Drone racing is now officially a sport. ESPN is going to be broadcasting it live. And a new Google Calendar feature helps you find some goals like exercise or maybe a little cruising. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Robbie Ferguson, and I love being a Vimeo Pro member. As a web broadcaster, I need an affordable video hosting platform that's as flexible as me. A pro membership lets you upload up to 20 gigabytes of HD video each and every week with no additional bandwidth restrictions. That means if you produce a show that uses even up to 20 gigabytes of storage, your limit resets itself the following week, so you can do another 20 gigabytes. And keep doing that week after week. Now, Category 5, with all of our shows, use roughly 10 gigabytes per week. 
From there, Vimeo automatically generates all the files that you need to provision your RSS feeds, Roku channel, website media player, or even video downloads in multiple bit rates, with no limits on your bandwidth usage or how many people can access your files. What's best? The price is astonishingly affordable. And for a limited time, friends of the Category 5.TV network will receive a whopping 25% off the annual price. All you have to do is go through our link, cat5.tv slash Vimeo, and sign up today for your 25% discount. To top it off, you get 30 days to try it risk-free. If you're not happy with Vimeo Pro, you pay nothing. The deal is only for a very limited time. Go to cat5.tv slash Vimeo. I'm Jeff Weston, and here are the top stories from the Category 5.TV Caribbean newsroom from the upper deck of the beautiful Carnival Paradise, ported here in Cozumel, Mexico. You're jealous, aren't you? Yeah, I'm having a good time. All right, are you ready for a move but not sure where to go? The minds behind a free new app called Teleport hope to take the guesswork out of picking your new home city by making a few suggestions based on parameters you choose. Getting started is really pretty easy. Here's the deal. Users are invited to sign up and select the things that are important to them in a city, such as living costs, startup scene, housing, great university, and others. The app also has a spot for career, though options are limited. From there, the app will spit out a list of initial cities that might be perfect for your future home. Once that list comes in, you can further refine your preferences to control things like weather, population size, startup scene, and other options. Teleport even gives you an estimated budget amount you can save or spend if you were to move to that chosen city. If you decide to move to one of those cities, or another city, really, Teleport has a checklist that you can use to make sure that you're on track to change location. So, if you're looking to get started, uh, or sorry, if you get stalled, then for a fee, the company will provide a scout that can help solve uh, problem solve things like finding a job or getting the correct visa. It's not entirely clear which areas Teleport covers, and while it seems fair, has, while it seems it has a fairly international list of cities like Helsinki to New York, we could easily find info about Toronto, but nothing about our home city of Barrie, Ontario. So Teleport has some room to grow, but it's definitely a neat concept. Uh, I put in a list of sun, sand, warm, fish, and well, this is what I got. So uh, if you ask me, the app works quite beautifully. All right, Toyota said Monday that it's established a new subsidiary in partnership with Microsoft to accelerate data science-based development of technologies for vehicles. The new entity, Toyota Connected, will explore advanced ways to integrate artificial intelligence and data analytics into various aspects of the automaker's business, including vehicle infotainment systems, communication between cars and smartphones, and dealership options. Toyota said in a statement that the ultimate objective is to help humanize the driving experience, really, while pushing the technology into the background. Plano, Texas Toyota connected with, uh, which, sorry, Plano, Texas-based Toyota Connected will include the Japanese automaker scientists and Microsoft's engineers working side-by-side -side to advance database solutions to the auto industry's challenges. Perhaps a little too soon for Toyota to be announcing an official in artificial intelligence initiative with Microsoft? Well, we've heard of race cars, but let's hope this partnership doesn't lead to racist cars, the fascist cars in the world. Toyota, 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 mm might be a bad idea. And if you have no clue what I'm talking about, you might want to check out Microsoft's AI uh, Twitter bot. Things did not go well. Facebook has extended its reach beyond social, online socializing by building artificial intelligence powered bots into, messenger, into its messenger application to allow businesses to have software engage in lifelike text exchanges. The move announced at the leading online social network's annual developers conference in San Francisco came as the number of monthly users of Messenger topped 900 million and the Silicon Valley company uh, worked to stay in tune with mobile internet lifestyles. Sorry about the pause, wind was blowing my paper. We think that we should be able to text message a business like you would a friend and get a quick response, Mike, uh, said Mike, uh, Facebook co-founder and chief Mark Zuckerberg as he announced that, that developers can build bots that can even be better than real people at natural language text conversation. 
Bots are software infused with the ability to learn from conversations, getting better at figuring out what people are telling them and how best to respond. The bots could help Facebook over time monetize its messaging applications and get a start on what some would see as a new way of interacting with the digital world, potentially shortcutting mobile applications and sidestepping search. Now, as long as Facebook uh, gets a better AI than, say, Microsoft, I think we'll probably be okay. Ladies and gentlemen, start your drones. That's, that's my teeny drone starting up. ESPN has announced that it will broadcast national drone racing championships in New York in August and world drone racing championships in October. The events are hosted by International Drone Racing Association and will feature first-person camera footage from the drones as they zoom across the race course. The broadcasts are part of a larger years-long tie-up between ESPN and the IDRA. In a press release, ESPN claims that drone racing could be the next behemoth racing sport after NASCAR and Formula Run. The, uh, Formula One. The events will be live streamed on ESPN3 and a one hour special documenting each race will be televised on an ESPN network at a later time. I don't know if I would quite say that this would be as equal to NASCAR or Formula One, but still it's pretty cool. Drones are gaining a lot of popularity and I'm seeing drone pop-up shops all over the place and some of them are pretty sweet. Although I don't think my teeny drone is going to win a race. Although Rob's got some pretty mad skills. Robbie, you've got some pretty mad skills, so you might be okay. If you find yourself saying you just don't have time to squeeze in a workout or get some extra chores done around the house, Google wants to help. They've rolled out a new feature for their Google Calendar app called Goals, which finds time in your schedule for extra accomplishments. With the new feature, you can create a particular goal, such as exercising or reading, and Google Calendar will automatically block out time for you to fulfill that objective. The app uses machine learning to understand your schedule and preferences allowing it to set goals for times that make sense for you without your intervention. After you tell Google Calendar about your goal and how much time you want to dedicate to it, the app will search your schedule for available times. Now, if you create a new event during a goal slot, Calendar will move that slot to another available time. Since it learns your preferences over time, Calendar will learn to stop scheduling roles for times of the day when you consistently cancel events. For example, Google says if you typically call off your goal appointments set for 7 p.m. on Tuesdays, the app will no longer schedule them for that time. Many, many calendar apps focus on productivity, integration with other services to keep all of your appointments in one place, and natural language processing to make event creation quick and easy. It's rare to see a machine language integrated into a calendar app in such a way that would allow you to intellectually set aside time for your personal development on your behalf. I think this is a pretty awesome feature, but I don't know if I would use it all the time. Nah, maybe it's just because I'm kind of self-motivated myself in certain areas, but I don't like my phone telling me what to do. I like to tell my phone what to remind me what to do. But I don't know, we'll see how the app works out. Big, this, big thanks this week to our community of viewers for submitting stories to us. If you found a news story that you'd like to send, email it to newsroom at category5.tv. For all your tech news with a slight Linux bias and a very Caribbean feel, visit the Category5.tv newsroom at newsroom.category5.tv. For the Category5.tv Caribbean newsroom from the upper deck of the Carnival Paradise here in Cozumel, Mexico, I'm Jeff Weston. Thanks, Jeff. You show off. I'm so jealous. I really wanted to go. I know. Do you remember how I mentioned earlier that we had like a slushy rain last night? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, at least we got a little bit of sunshine this afternoon. It was not so cold. Quite, oh, it's freezing and not quite as nice as what you got on the boat there, Jeffy. Come on now. All right. Moving along before I get bitter. Are yes. you ready to take a look at Ubuntu Mate? I am. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. It is basically, <laughs> I mean, watch last week's episode. If you haven't seen it yet, episode number 448 of Category 5 Technology TV. Martin Wimpress, one of the developers of Ubuntu Mate, was here on the show via Skype video. And uh, yeah, and we had a, a conversation with him about this distro. Basically, he's successfully, him and his team have successfully created a spinoff of Ubuntu that is going to work really well on older hardware and make your new hardware scream. It has a bit of the old style Linux feel. So if you're, you know, and again, thinking along terms of, of Windows, think about Windows XP. Right. How you have the start menu yeah. and things were organized that way. And that's what you're used to. And so when Windows 
8 came out and tried to shift things around and change the paradigm. It's frustrating. And same thing happened with Linux, where things started progressing more toward the touchscreen. But then there's those of us who have a monitor, a keyboard, and a mouse who say, just give me what I'm used to. I, I, you yeah. know, I've got a nice, powerful computer now. Let's throw Ubuntu Mate on there. So basically what we're getting is the best of both worlds. We get right. the old school interface. We get the new school hardware. functionality Software. and hardware too. But it'll run on older hardware and even things like the Raspberry Pi. Uh, you, can, you can bring life to that and turn it into a full computer. <laughs> Stick it on the back of the TV and you've got a computer for doing whatever you want to do on the you know, big screen TV. Uh, but yeah, uh, breathe new life into any computer. But it also has the, the functionality, the kernels that are new. And, and so you're, you're more bleeding edge from a technological standpoint. But the interface is more you know, familiar to us. Right. So I've got a laptop over here that was uh, donated to the studio. Are you able to s yeah, scooch over here? And uh, so what I've done is I've put Ubuntu Mate on the uh, flash drive. You can download it at Ubuntu Mate, or <coughs> it's spelled Ubuntu, U-B-U-N-T-U, -U and then dash, mate, M-A-T-E. Which is why I was saying dot Ubuntu org. mate earlier. Yeah, it's so that you, you spell it right when you punch it in. So, Kelsey, I'm going to kind of let you do this okay. because I, I want to see what the experience is for, for an end user. I don't have internet on this computer right now, okay. so we're not going to do anything that has to do with the internet, but at least we can get the, the install going. Okay, so I'm the, doing install? Yeah, install. The only thing that I had to do here, Kels, you can go ahead, okay. uh, is when you first turn on the computer, it said press F9 for the boot menu. And so I clicked on that in order to select the okay. um, the flash drive. Now it looks like now it's not going to let you download updates because we don't have an internet connection, but it will allow you to install third-party software. And what this is is graphics drivers, the ability to play MP3 video files, and things like that. Okay. Um, because those are proprietary, so yeah. you need to accept that. And it'll also give you things like Flash for your browser, I believe. Okay. So yeah, continue. So this is the installation screen that you're greeted with. If you've never tried Linux before, you can go through, and, and you saw on the first screen there, it allowed you to just try it without installing. Yeah. But you can install it on your computer. It is going to be destructive unless you follow the prompts to do a, a dual boot. But be mindful that you want to back up all the things that are on your computer. In this case, because this was donated and it's just uh, an old computer that was out of commission, uh, we're just going to proceed and just let it wipe it out and, and uh, install Ubuntu Mate. So, so, might take a minute. That's okay. Yeah, you keep an eye on that and All let right. me know when it's ready to uh, to proceed. Um, so we're kind of doing things out of order because last week we had the interview and then I showed you the interface of Ubuntu Mate, but we didn't have a chance to actually go through the install. So now, what are what are you getting here, Kels? Uh The computer currently has Windows Seven on it. What would you like to do? So I have installed Ubuntu Mate along with Windows Seven. You that's called dual boot. So when you hear me say dual boot, that's what we mean. Okay. I want that one. Uh, if you did not want to destroy the things on the hard drive and you wanted to continue using Windows and try Linux, or say you wanted to use Linux for all your web browsing and that kind of stuff because you know that you're not going to get the viruses and things like that, but then reboot into Windows to do your gaming, yeah. then that's a good solution for you. In this case, we're just going to wipe out the whole thing. So what options do we have for that? Uh, erase disk and install Ubuntu Mate, and then the last one is something else. <laughs> <laughs> I would just select one of the defaults. So. Now, it does say warning. What does it say? Uh, this will delete all your programs, documents, photos, <coughs> music, and all other files in, the, in all operating systems. Now, backing up, though, where it says install Ubuntu Mate alongside Windows 7, it says something different. Uh, documents, music, and other personal files will be kept. You can choose which operating system you want each time the computer starts up. How cool is that? That is pretty cool. Yeah. So in this instance, we're going to just erase the disk and install Ubuntu yes. Mate. Mate. So then it gives you two other options. Do you want to encrypt the hard drive and do you want to use LVM? Uh, generally, I think uh, users can leave that off. Encryption on your hard drive is a good thing because it's going to protect your home folder um, from prying eyes that are going to use a boot disk to try to access the files. In this case, we're not going to do it, but it, you may want to do that just for a little added protection. Okay. 
using LVM gives you advanced things like being able to do snapshots. So if you were doing a server environment, I like to use an LVM um, installation. So basically it creates a logical volume for your hard drives. It's very technical. And if you don't know what it means, then you probably don't need it. So don't click on it. It doesn't really matter. But (laughs) it allows you to do things like taking snapshots of a hard drive and doing a backup without having to close the running applications like a virtual machine and things like that. So it's handy for a server environment and power users, but for end users, it's probably fine just to leave. We don't need it today. On this laptop, it's just going to be a basic install. So erase disk and install Ubuntu Mate. Install now. And let's see what happens. All right. Uh, If you continue the changes listed below, will be written to the disks. Otherwise, you will make further changes manually. This will destroy all data on any partitions you have removed, as well as on the partitions that are going to be formatted. Uh, okay, so what it's showing us here, and it's, you've never done this before, eh, Kelsey? No. So no. how user-friendly do you find so far? Does this all make sense? This is a little bit of techno babble, This is eh? a little bit of te- techno babble, but so far it's been pretty good. <clears throat> so, yeah, it is a little techno babbly. So let's say, what is this? This is saying, here's your hard drive. It's called SDA. So it's the first hard drive. It's a laptop. It only has one hard drive. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to format it. You know what that means from Windows terms. And I'm going to create two partitions. We know what that means. Uh, Basically slice up the pie. One of them is going to be ext4. So think of that in terms of NTFS or FAT32. It's a file system. ext4 is a good one for Linux. And then it creates another partition here for swap because Linux uses a swap partition as opposed to a swap file like Microsoft Windows. And that swap partition will be if you run out of RAM, memory in the computer, it will then swap to a partition on the hard drive. Right. Okay. So you can proceed with continue. That's safe to do. And knowing that that's going to wipe out everything on that computer. Okay. All right. But we already know that. That's what we've chosen. Yes. Okay. Pretty straightforward. It says, where are you? So we can type in a friendly name uh, to to find our, this is our, it's not geolocation or anything like that. Basically, we're setting our time zone. Okay. So our locale. So what would you do? I'd put in Toronto because it's the closest. Yep, Toronto works. There you go, Toronto time, Canada. Okay. So just find a region that's close to you and uh, that will work. All right, continue. Yeah. Kelsey Jensen is installing Ubuntu Mate on this older donated laptop that was completely out of commission with Windows 7 on it, and it just was it was just run down with whatever, you know, after running Windows 7 for so many years, you just need to wipe it out and install something else or reinstall. Um, so it's going to breathe new life into this old computer, and, you know, you think about all the e-waste that's out there and all the old XP machines that were, you know, discarded or nothing to do with them. Now we've got a chance to use Ubuntu Mate, which is a free Linux operating system. English, U.S., yes. This is our keyboard layout. So we've got a 104 key standard keyboard. It's, it's called U.S. This is where if you use, say, a Dvorak format keyboard, you can actually set your keyboard um, layout. But uh, it can also detect it. If you're not too sure, you can click there and just start typing, and it will detect. Uh, but, and there's a button even to detect keyboard layout, I guess, after you type some things. Oh, there you go. Press one of the following keys if you don't know. Zero wasn't one of the keys. <laughs> no, it was it was the. Oh, okay. The top one. Did you hold shift? No, oh, I you didn't. didn't. <laughs> you didn't. So it was zero. No. All right. We know it's a U.S. keyboard, anyways. You can find it in the list. You can yeah. X out of that. Okay. It's automatically yeah. defaulted to that, and we can go continue. That's just your keyboard layout. Here in Canada, uh, keyboards also have French, so that's yeah. But nobody uses it unless you're in right. Quebec. But you may need to <laughs> you may need to tell it that it's a French keyboard though, because the keys are different. Yes. Okay. Um, now it's asking for your user credentials. So it says, "Who are you? Your name, okay. your computer name. You can use yours. That's fine." Okay. So she's just entering Kelsey. Yeah. Uh. I don't want that for my computer name. That's a boring computer So it's generated a computer name, and you can just call it whatever you want. Awesome sauce. Oh, it's not that hard of a decision. <laughs> I, was, I, was conf- I was worried. You've named the computer Harry. <laughs> oh, oh, Harry Potter. No, no spaces. Space. But it warns you of that. There we go. Okay, so it automatically set Kelsey as your username. Choose a password. 
Make it something yeah. that you'll remember. But nobody else will guess. You might actually guess that one. <laughs> um, oh, so she deletes it. Because <laughs> you wouldn't want Robbie to get access to his own laptop. Uh, yeah. Oops, I hit caps lock, I think. <laughs> Again, not that big of a decision, Kelsey. It's just <laughs> it's a demonstration. A short it's not actually your computer that you need to, you know, set it up to be okay. Well, safe. I'm just gonna. It could just be one, two, three, four in this particular instance for the sake of the demonstration. Sure. It gives you the option there. I like that log in automatically. So if this was a home computer where the kids are just going to be using it or whatever, that's kind of nice, eh? There you go. One, two, three, four. <laughs> So the option here is, do you want to log in automatically or do you want to require my password to log in? Log in automatically. All right. If it'll let me. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so then it's going through. So it's grabbing all the files off this USB flash drive because, again, we don't have any internet connection here. And it's going to use all the settings that you gave it. And let's see if we can breathe some life into this old laptop. So for the record, what is this? It's an old Centrino uh, Compaq 6510B. So it was a Windows, probably even a Windows XP system at some time. Yeah. Uh, and has... Uh, uh, Windows Vista, basic. Windows Vista. Even <laughs> better. Not even, like, not even Windows Vista, just Vista, but Windows Vista basic. basic. Oh, no. So we're going to throw Ubuntu Mate Advanced on there and see how my, it goes. My box is falling out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get progressively shorter now. All right. So be it. <laughs> It'll work for today. Sometimes I'd like you to be shorter than me anyways. Shorter. <laughs> i got to, like, puff my chest out and like stand, stand up straight. Yeah. Uh, this is Category 5 Technology TV. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Tonight, Kelsey is installing Ubuntu Mate on this old laptop. Looks like it's motoring along here. And you can find our website at www.category5.tv. reason we wanted to show you this is because if you... <coughs> Now, I know a lot of you are watching this, and, you know, I've installed multiple Linux distros. I've tried all the, all the different ones. My and first show was trying Linux distros. There you go. Which one was it? Do you remember? It was all of them because it was right after XP. It was all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we it tried was, all of them. It was a 400-day extravaganza <laughs> special. It was, it, was the, it was the big couple ones because it was right after XP had destroyed, was destroyed, or was like... Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm going to just head on over to distrowatch.com. <laughs> all right, here's the list of the latest distributions, Kelsey. So let's cover all of these. Oh, boy. There's, oh, boy. Oh, uh, uh. That would take a long time to cover. How many distros are there? How do you tell even how many distros there are? You could just probably Google search how many Linux distros are well, there. Well, here are the top 100 <laughs> on the right-hand side there. Wow. So how cool is that? Distro Watch is pretty neat for looking up information about different distros. How's that there? moving along? So, uh, I, again, the reason that I want to do this, even though you may have done Linux before, is I know that there are a lot of you who are still using Microsoft Windows, and that's okay. I'm not against that. I know that there's a place for it. Uh, but I want you to know that there's an alternative, and I want you to know that, hey, here's a good one that will work on some yeah. of this older junk, really. Like, this was given to us as scrap. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it is kind of scrap in its current state. But, hey, we had Martin Wimpress on here, and he said, uh, put it on your old systems. Let's see if it breathes new life into it. Um, but not only that, you put it on a new piece of hardware. So, you know, you've got the new Intel i7 and a real sweet system with a lot of RAM, and it's going to just blast. It's going to be amazing for you because there's not a lot of extra bloat, and there's not a lot of stuff that's bogging it down. Right. Linux is notoriously fast and stable and rock solid. And uh, with Ubuntu Mate, it's a rolling release. So with this 16.04, it's, it's going to be getting updates for the next five years. And so that is going to keep getting security patches and anything that they find that is needed to keep you up to date with the latest software. And just to point out, ooh, I guess. Is that, uh, that your name? Someone Hello. Said that they heard approximately 438 distros in 2013. There you go. In 2013. So now there's there's twice that. Three times that. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I mean, it's pretty fantastic. And and uh, you know, I love Linux myself. There's no no secret there. Nope. None at all. 
Let's see how it goes. Because the news has a slight Linux bias. It does. We say slight. that tongue-in-cheek. Tongue-in-cheek. Slight cheek. Linux bias. Have you ever tried Linux before? If you haven't, please comment below. Let us know uh, what you're interested in, and we'll see if we can find a distro that's going to work well for you. Uh, the one that we're looking at tonight is just one of many different flavors of Linux, and uh, there are a lot out there. And yes. people are asking me, Andrew Jameson was on Twitter today and asking me, what is your favorite uh, Twitter. What, or, uh, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> what is your favorite Linux distro? And, uh, you know, I had to hum and haw a little bit and think, you know, I'm not really sure, but Ubuntu Mate is really getting up there, uh, yeah. especially with the LTS release. For many different reasons. Um, OpenSUSE Tumbleweed is another great rolling release. It's not a Debian derivative, so it's a little bit different uh, from that perspective. But it's a fun one to try, and it's up to date. It's got a lot of new packages, so check it out. Uh, we've looked at Antergos on the show, and I really do love Antergos. It's an ARC, uh, it's an ARC distro, but it has had some problems that I've seen, you know, issues with updates and things like that. Um, <clears throat> so I don't think that it would really make my short list, even though right. it's really close. Uh, what else is there, folks? Zorn OS 11 is, is fantastic. And I think it would make my short list had they based it on 16.04 as opposed to 15.10. Problem is, is that because they based it on 15.10 Ubuntu, uh, that means it's only getting support until July of this year. But it came out in February, so it just didn't really make a lot of sense from that perspective. So yeah. I want to see, you know, what's going to happen with Zorn OS 12. Maybe that's going to be the breaking point uh, for them. Mint? Mint is another great uh, Ubuntu um, distro, right? I think they're still basing on Ubuntu. Maybe they've transitioned to Debian. I'm not too sure. I haven't tried it in a long time, but uh, it's another great one. And I'm, I'm looking at, you know, what, what ones are out there. Maybe you can share your experience with, uh, with some of our other viewers as well. Yes, so, a couple things. First of all, I don't know if you've ever installed a, an operating system before, but all the questions were at the front. And yeah. now you can just kind of walk away, pour a cup of tea, and come back to it, and it'll be done. Um, there's not a lot of questions going on right now, which is nice, because you yeah. can go about your business and... and uh, then come back and it's done. You don't have to. Windows XP was brutal. You'd stand there. You'd have to stand there unless you slipstreamed, and you'd have to answer all the questions as the up to, as the install's going on. Right. So it would install for 15 minutes, and then all of a sudden it would stop and ask you for the time zone, and then you'd enter the time zone, and then it would go for another 10 minutes, and then it would stop and ask you for this or that. Now that's annoying. That's really annoying. So Linux has got it right yes, and it certainly has been doing well. Now it says installation complete here. Uh, you saw it before we did. So you need to restart the computer in order to uh, use the new installation. So let's see what happens here. And we saw this, uh, this desktop um, last week on the show. Um, we demonstrated it. So remove the installation media, which is this USB flash drive, and then press enter to reboot. And we'll see how it, uh, how it performs in this old compact 6510B. This is a valuable little thing right here now with Ubuntu Mate on it. Here we go. And it's kind of the moment of truth, too, because this happened live. So yes. it could go either way, folks. And I'm really hopeful that it's going to go really, I'm really, really well. hopeful that I didn't mess anything up in, like, the five well, you didn't. steps I had. You didn't do anything wrong. Let's see if it boots. It's reading that old 5400 RPM hard drive like a boss. One of the things that you can do if you want to... Now you can see, I don't know if you can see, it is, it's a black screen, but the hard drive is going absolutely nutty over here. And now it's, the screen is changing. So it's, it's loading the hard drive. There wasn't a lot of feedback there to show us that anything is happening, but we can tell that there is stuff happening. The Wi-Fi just came on. Um, and I can see that it's indicated by a light. There it goes. Um, Something's happening. Sorry, what was I about to say? <laughs> I don't know. I got sidetracked there. <laughs> Here it comes. Okay, so we've got our applications menu up at the top. And remember, we don't have internet. So, uh, oh, now it's detecting Wi-Fi. So it automatically pulled in our Wi-Fi drivers for it. But once we get the internet, then it's going to get the updates and, and uh, anything else that's, uh, that's needed. So there we go. It's finished booting. So it didn't, didn't run too badly. So responsiveness, do you want to bring up, see what kind of... Uh, Hello. We noticed last week that um, it has an office suite, LibreOffice. What I was saying, it just it came back to me. Don't worry, folks. Um, if you want to really breathe new life into this old system, throw an SSD at it. 
pull out that old 5400 RPM hard drive, what that means is it's a spinning platter and it spins at 5400 rotations per minute. Sounds fast, but it's actually really, really slow from a a usability standpoint because it's spinning and, and the heads are moving back and forth to read the data. So if you put an SSD in here, a solid state drive, you're going to be a lot faster because there's no spinning. There's no head moving back and forth. It's basically instant access to the data. So it's going to perform a lot better than what you see here. Yeah, but you can get an SSD hard drive for 50 bucks. That's going to do just fine for you. Uh, even less if you you know if you look at uh, you know the sales and discounts. So this is a, a great little introductory screen which I'd encourage you to take a look at. But uh, for today, uh, just bring up the applications menu up at the top there and see from a usability standpoint if it looks pretty sane. Okay, so there you go. Accessories, got graphics stuff. There's You've got your internet browser. Firefox is familiar to most people, so you'd be able to get right online. Could you download Chrome onto this? You could, yeah, if you had internet. We yes. do have a Wi-Fi connection, and you could plug in Ethernet, but uh, I haven't set that up. Yep. So, yeah, we've got the office. Yeah, cool. Open writer. See how it performs? 